Hello and welcome to 9 to 5 Fitness, a podcast about how to incorporate a healthy lifestyle into a 9 to 5 work week, presented by Sunny Health and Fitness, and this episode is brought to you by the Asuna 9700 Treadmill Workstation. resident fitness expert matt and i am sydney your second resident fitness expert and unfortunately christina is not here with us today but don't worry she'll be back soon until then sydney and i will carry this episode to the best of our abilities (laughs) all right sydney so uh what's up with your lunch break workouts oh i am so excited to share about my lunch break workouts this is a little thing i've been doing lately where My life has just been extremely busy, so I've written these short little workouts that are 10 to 15 minutes, and I like to do them at like the beginning of my lunch break, right before I eat my lunch, and it's a great way to fit a little movement and fitness into your day. Yeah, I'll have to say, I have attempted the lunch break workouts many times. It is very challenging. (laughs) Being Yeah, being somebody that uh, (laughs) typically has wanted to, you know, drive to the gym, Spend an hour in the gym, get showered, change. You know, that's kind of a huge time commitment. So I really enjoy the idea of lunch break workouts, but oftentimes implementing them can be not as easy as it sounds. True. Uh, So hopefully, at least for my own lunch break workouts, which I try to do here and there. Mm -hmm. uh, So hopefully this will give us a little bit more information on how you've set it up. And then maybe that can encourage some other listeners to try to figure out the best way that they can start incorporating their lunch break workouts if they don't feel like they can get to the gym or they're having trouble even doing it at home maybe this is a good way to keep you motivated and give you another opportunity to stay active yeah for sure so last week we were kind of talking about fitness assessment and goal setting and especially if you're thinking about bringing lunch breaks into your routine That's definitely something that if you guys haven't listened to, you should go back and listen to that because that's a great place to start no matter how long your workouts are, how much time you have to do your workouts, you should always go in with an end goal. So starting with those fitness assessments and goal setting is a great way to get started and get uh, organized before you get started. So I highly recommend that. For this episode, working towards your lunch break workouts. So the first question is, how long is long enough? So on the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, they recommend 150 minutes of moderate intensity aerobic activity or 30 minutes a day or 75 minutes of vigorous exercise or a combo of the two, as well as moderate to high intensity strength training two days a week. And I think, Matt, you touched on this on a recent episode. Yeah, we've talked about the 150 minutes a week before, and I'm trying to remember if we dove into it extensively or not. But the main point, that's a general recommendation, like if you just don't know how much exercise you should be getting or activity you should be getting, uh, 150 minutes is kind of like the standard per week. And then, like you said, in terms of whether or not that's high intensity or just kind of moderate to low level intensity, you can kind of do one or the other. So if you're somebody that doesn't have as much time and you can only get, say, 75 minutes of, of activity in per week, just make sure it's 
higher intensity. So I'm sure we'll touch on that when it comes to like how you're putting together these shorter workouts. Right. Because uh, it's pretty easy to get to 75 minutes a week if you spread it out over the course of a week. You just have to make sure that those are a little bit more high intensity activities, whatever it is that you're doing. Right. And it actually only about one in five adults reach this standard, which is pretty crazy. So odds are you're probably not reaching it right now, but maybe if you implement a short little workout routine, a little thing during your lunch break, you might be able to. So according to another study done at Oregon State University, 6,000 adults participated and of the people who follow an active lifestyle, so by exercising in bouts of 10 minutes or less throughout the day, added up to 30 minutes over the course of the day, not only met the federal guidelines, but they also fared as well as people who exercised in longer stretches in key measures of health, such as C-reactive proteins, blood pressure, HDL cholesterol, weight circumference, and metabolic syndrome, which is a great sign. So basically, if you exercise in short bouts of activity, you can still get the same benefits that people who exercise, say, for like an hour at the gym or whatever. You can still reap those awesome benefits in a shorter workout. Yeah, because I mean, 30 minutes is, I mean, 150 minutes a week is 30 minutes for five days a week. So it's it's not a big chunk of time, but still 30 minutes is a big time commitment, especially if you're going to be working out or being active. Um, but this goes to show that just because you can't get 30 minutes straight of activity doesn't mean uh, it's not beneficial to do shorter ones. So the 10, and that's just for the 10 minutes of, of light to moderate aerobic activity. This isn't even including the 75 minutes of vigorous activity. So it could be an even less number if you're only going for 75 minutes of vigorous activity per week. So instead of doing, you know, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there per day, maybe it's only five minutes here, five minutes there. But as long as the intensity is there, you can still reap the benefits spreading it out over the course of the day and throughout the week. So don't think that, oh no, like I don't have a big chunk of time to do my activity. Well, then I can't do it. Like it's still beneficial to go do something, even if you've only got five to 10 minutes, especially if you can get your heart rate up you know, to that higher intensity. Exactly. And that kind of comes back to that thing I was saying, I think a few episodes ago, like what you are able to do is better than not doing anything at all. Right. So even if it's yeah. a short period of time, it's better to not feel guilty or stressed that you're not doing enough and not do anything at all. Like a little something goes a long way. So totally do whatever you can. So let's talk about how we can. So let's just say we, you know, 30 minutes is a long time and people have a different amount of time for their lunch breaks. So maybe they don't have an hour, maybe they only have 30 minutes, or maybe they work through their lunch break. So <laughs> everybody's timing, everybody's schedule might be a little different. So if you're gonna try to plan to do something during your lunch break, your work has some kind of equipment or some kind of space where you can get a full workout in, great. If not, then you're gonna have to be a little bit more creative on what you can do. And then right. maybe, you know, you don't want to do something crazy high intensity for 15, 20, 30 minutes because you're going to start sweating like crazy and maybe you don't have a shower. So how do you kind of balance, you know, how long should I take out of my lunch break so I can still, you know, enjoy my lunch break, have lunch and relax a little bit? Um, and then how do I make sure, you know, if I don't have access to, you know, a shower or whatever, how do I make sure that I'm not, you know, super gross and sweaty oh, gosh, <laughs> going absolutely. back to work? Um, so yeah, let's let's go over kind of 
ways that we can build kind of these mini micro workouts where we can, where we can stay active, um, but also make it, you know, not too uh, challenging in terms of time and then, you know, dealing with changing clothes and all that stuff. Right. Absolutely. So just starting to dive into some of the things that I've started to work on. The first thing that's really important for anyone who is working a desk job is postural strength and mobility. So this, these are going to be exercises that may not necessarily get your heart rate up like a HIIT workout or something more vigorous. And you don't even have to do these during your lunch break. You can do these any time of the day. Um, it's something I've really been trying to work on because we've just been talking about it in the office is my posture really sucks when I'm sitting at my desk. So on my lunch break, I've been trying to incorporate push-ups, rows, flies, planks, and other exercises that can strengthen your shoulders, back, and core. And I've been noticing a really great difference in my posture throughout the day. So if that's a concern for you and you are sitting at a desk all day, I would highly recommend um, just thinking about adding stuff like that into your routine. Another thing on that topic is just a lot of people, because they're hunched forward, sitting in their desks all day, they have a lot of tension in their chest and their neck and shoulders. So another great thing that you can do is foam roll and do pressure point release with maybe like a trigger point ball or tennis ball or lacrosse ball, whatever kind of ball you have around, um, and just roll on some of those spots of tension and that can really help relieve some of that tension that builds up throughout the day as well as stretching. So those are all awesome things that you can do that can just directly improve your work day, your posture, and hopefully help you from not getting injured. Yeah. And you won't get super sweaty either. Yeah. Um, and you can still count them as activity minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you'll be active and you'll be treating some of the issues that you may start developing from poor posture just because sitting in a desk or sitting in a chair at a desk can do that to you. So that's fun. I enjoy those as well. I definitely pay attention to my posture and try to kind of shift my position as much as I can so I'm not stuck in a certain position that will potentially create tightness and then alter my posture long-term. So I try to move around a lot, which may look weird if I'm in different <laughs> different positions. Maybe I'm not even sitting in my chair because I'm kneeling because my tailbone hurts from sitting too long. <laughs> so that's one way you can kind of address that too if you're not specifically on your break, but just always kind of shifting your posture around so your body doesn't get that opportunity to tighten up in a sp specific position. So yeah, those are great examples. Definitely, if you're going to start somewhere, just keeping it to like light stretching and uh, just some, some basic exercises to relieve tension are always a good place to start. And then once you kind of get in a routine of, of setting aside that time and you can start incorporating some other exercises, maybe like you said, push-ups and maybe some core work, uh, that does, really doesn't take that much time to get a lot of good work in. You're talking about less than 10 minutes probably for a right. few of those things. Right, yeah. I usually, I tend to make like short little circuits of workouts on different areas of my body. So like one day, maybe legs, one day core, one day arms, and they really only take 10 minutes. Like I'll just pick like three to four exercises and pound out, you know, 10 reps of each and then do three total sets of the circuit. And it's a pretty quick thing. I don't get too sweaty and it's awesome. It's really good for you. Another thing that also requires not a lot of equipment and you might not get too crazy sweaty doing it is 
you know, 10 to 30 minutes of cardio, depending on how much time you have. If you don't have any cardio equipment in your office, it's super easy just to hop outside and go on a little walk around the block. And it's also a great way to soak in some vitamin D, get a little fresh air, and kind of decompress from your day. Yeah, we've uh, we've uh, recommended that you also perform some exercises um, around your uh, desk. So there are some ways that you can incorporate exercises without equipment. Uh, utilizing your desk. So we'll work on trying to put together more of organized workouts for that. <laughs> Get some desk size going on. Oh, yes. um, <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, going outside, I, you know, I'll go for a walk. I'll go outside, just step outside, stretch my legs, right? You're not in a sitting position. You're standing up. Go outside, move around, you know, get that sunlight that you were saying. Again, it doesn't have to be go for a run for 10 minutes and try to work as hard as you can or, you know, make sure that you're just running up and down a flight of stairs for 10 minutes, although that's great, (laughs) but not necessarily what you need to do to reap the benefits of an active lifestyle. So again, if it's 10 minutes, great. If it's 15, great. If you can do 30 minutes, awesome. Um, But you got to be realistic with you know, how much time you can commit to. Um, so it fits in easily within your, within your time frame. because if you set an expectation, that's just maybe good. 30 minutes of activity is good at your lunch break, but, uh, if you can't sustain it for multiple days over a period of time, then at, in the long term, you're probably not going to continue with it as much as you would like to, if it's too difficult to incorporate into your normal schedule. Right. And if you only have 30 minutes for your lunch break, I mean, you're not going to want to cram 30 total minutes of exercise into that. You're going to want to think about while you're drinking your smoothie and slamming down your sandwich while you're walking. (laughs) And you have to think about like, if you're going to change your outfit, you're also going to need time for that. If you're going to clean up after you'll need time for that too. And like, like you said, like if you're not down to eat your lunch while you're working out, if you take your whole lunch break to work out, when are you going to eat? Like if you can eat at your desk, that's great. But like, you just have to think through those things because after working out, you also want to make sure that you're, you know, taking in those calories and fueling your body too. So you want to think about that as well. Yeah. And if there's some fun little tips that we have too, in case you are somebody that tends to sweat a little bit more than other people might, which I'm one of those people. (laughs) So if I do a push up, I'll start sweating. Um, So if I'm doing, you know, my little five to 10 minute routines up here, yeah, I'm going to start sweating for sure. Like I'm going to be dripping sweat. So I make sure that if I don't have the ability to take a shower, I have something that I can refresh myself with, which uh, I don't know how long these have been around before, but I tend to see them more often now. Uh, they have these fun little things called, um, I think they're called like body wipes or something. What are they called? I'm trying to remember I what the know. name I don't know. That's I've what I call really... them, but I, they probably have a more official name. Yeah, I feel like the ones <laughs> I saw were like dude wipes or something. It was some <laughs> weird packaging, but it made sense. I was like, they're just basically like refreshing you know moist towelettes yeah for your 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 body um basically the same thing they just have some some funny names to them i tend to use those too because we don't have a shower in our office and obviously like me and matt do a lot of activity throughout the day because our job is very active so i definitely make use of the moist towelettes there you go All right, so what else we got in terms of recommendations for activity? I know we have some cardio recommendations. I guess if you're going to start implementing some more strength-based exercises, you already mentioned, Sydney, that you do um, some circuits. 
So what kind of like rep schemes and, you know, number of exercises do you typically try to shoot for if you've only got like 10 ish minutes? Right. So if you only have a few minutes to work with, I would just recommend picking three to five exercises and performing a circuit of 10 to 15 reps of each exercise. And then in between each set, you can just take like 60 to 90 seconds of rest, depending on what you need. And then repeat the circuit, you know, three to four times. And that's that's a solid workout right there. So if you're going to do something like that, I recommend picking out your exercises ahead of time. What I like to do is just separate by body group because if I try to do some kind of full body workout, I get like stressed that I like can't have all of the exercises I want in four to five <laughs> to fit them all in that four to five exercises. So if you just do like say, oh, today I want to focus on legs, just, you know, pick five great leg exercises and pound them out. It's, it's quick and easy. But if you are really, really focused on your time, like you can absolutely cannot go over, you know, workouts like that can like be maybe 10 minutes, but they could also like range up into 20 minutes, just depending on like how hard it is and how your body is responding. So if you're really focused on time, I would definitely recommend keeping it time-based and just say, okay, I'm going to do three exercises and each exercise I'm going to do 60 seconds and then I'm going to take a little break and then do that circuit 60 seconds of each exercise again. Um, and that's one way that you can make sure to keep it in the time frame you need. Yeah, that's a really good recommendation because um, oftentimes, especially if you're used to doing a specific amount of sets and reps for a particular exercise, it could take, you know, five to 10 minutes to complete a certain exercise if you're doing a lot of sets or, or you're resting longer than you usually should. Uh, so time-based is definitely a good way to make sure that you're, you know, being wise with your time. And then just for me, in terms of how I break them up is I'll usually alternate between, okay, so, you know, on Monday, I'm going to focus on a specific part of my body, whether it's, you know, core or then, you know, the next day, okay, I'll focus on some leg activity. So I'll kind of break it up depending on body part, not necessarily as like my main uh, workout to strengthen my legs or to develop <laughs> a rock hard core. Uh, but it's just something to get, get me active, to make sure that I get some type of activity in. And then if I have more time in the morning or in the afternoon when I usually do my workouts, then I'll do that as well. But at least I know right. I'm going to get my my 10 minutes in, my 15 minutes in during the middle of the day. Gives me a chance to wake myself up, get my blood flowing, you know, shift my posture a little bit if I feel like I'm getting tight or achy. Uh, and then it also meets my activity goal. So for whatever reason, if I don't get my workouts in for a week, at least I know I'm still being active. So breaking it up in terms of, you know, body group, core, legs, upper body, arms, circuit, you know, maybe light cardio. There's different ways you can break it up to where at least, you know, you're getting that kind of activity in per day. And then you don't have to feel, you don't have to feel as bad if you, you know, missed your workout and then did absolutely nothing which is kind of what your main point was, <laughs> Sydney. Better right. better to do something than to do nothing. For sure. And another note is we have a lot of equipment here, so this isn't really something that we need to think about. But if you do want to make your workouts harder, you can totally do body weight exercises, and those are awesome. Those are great. But if you want to make them a little harder, I would definitely recommend investing in like a little set of dumbbells or a kettlebell you know, whatever it is that you like to use to add weight to your workouts, that could be super helpful. And it's really easy to just like keep that under your desk and pull them out when you're ready. 
Yeah, that's awesome. So let's do some takeaway points, and then uh, we'll kind of wrap this one up. Uh, you have some kind of general advice for just being active. Some other tips, like you said, just keeping dumbbells and stuff at your desk. What are some other ones that you can recommend to people to try to help them stay active? For sure. So just like some things that you can think about throughout the day, like maybe you don't have enough time for lunch workouts or that's not something that you're ready to incorporate. These are things that you can just be doing throughout the day that, you know, I mean, they don't count as like full activity or anything, but they're just little little snippets of things to make your day a little healthier. So one of them is get up from your desk once an hour to fill up your water bottle or go to the restroom or stretch, go say hi to a friend, just get up, refresh your brain, refresh your body so that you don't get all cramped up sitting there all day and just stretch it out a little bit. The next is if you work in a building that has an elevator, Try to get there, you know, a little earlier or so, so that you can work in taking the stairs because taking stairs are awesome and they're great for your legs, great to uh, build a little bone density. They're awesome. So I highly recommend doing that. Also, park your car further away. It's kind of inconvenient, but it does force you to walk. So (laughs) that's one I like to do. And then finally, pack healthy and nutritious foods that are going to fuel you throughout the day, not only if you're doing lunch workouts or if you're doing like pre or post um, work workouts, but also just like in general for your work day, like that food is also fueling your brain. So bring stuff that's really going to be nutritious and take your brain to the next level. Yes. I want my brain to be at the next level for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Next level brain. All right, cool. So there you go. Go ahead and uh, use that information. And, you know, again, start with five minutes. If you don't think you have, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes, like just start with five minutes. Yeah. Start with like one exercise you just wanted to work with. Maybe it takes you three to five minutes just to work on that exercise, but at least you're getting that done. And then once you get more comfortable with adding more activity, in your in your free time around your lunch break it'll be it'll be easier to do and you won't have to think about it too much because it's just a way for you to stay active um all right let's go ahead and wrap this episode up today this episode is sponsored by the sunny health and fitness asuna 9700 treadmill workstation desk with 40 percent max auto incline performance meets productivity when you step onto the wide incline ready tread deck perform challenging cardiovascular exercise when you walk jog or climb with 40 levels of incline. We want to thank you for joining us in 95 Fitness. We hope you enjoyed the show and learned something useful to help you on your health and fitness journey. If you want to learn more about this topic and other useful tips, check out our show notes or visit us at sunnyhealthfitness.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. And always head on over to our website where we've got plenty of good, useful information to continue to help you along your health and fitness journey. And uh, make sure you come back next time when we talk about holiday weight gain. Holidays are coming.